0: Welcome to the 16th episode of Mr. Schindler's Neighborhood. This episode you will get an interview with Barnesville High School athlete, uh, student athlete, excuse me, Lauren Halverson. Uh, you'll get a Christmas quote. We'll get a review of this week. I'll look ahead to what we'll be doing right when we get back from Christmas break. And Brock Grabo and I will be picking some college football bowl games. And of course, there will also be a little bit of Christmas sprinkled in since it is the holiday season. All right, Mr. Schindler here with this week's guest, uh, somebody I know real well, I've known for a long time, um, had the privilege to coach her and work with her in many other different phases too. So, this week's guest is Lauren Halverson. Lauren, how are we doing?
1: I'm good, how are you?
0: Great. It's, uh, what, Tuesday of uh, last week of school here before Christmas break, so just trying to survive right Mm -hmm. Uh, okay let's talk about you're in 10th grade now but do you remember sixth grade
1: uh kind of we (laughs) my teacher was mr coleman and it was actually in this room so yeah
0: that's cool so Um. this was coleman's room and then it was my room yeah so i missed you guys by a year i know i've talked to katie about that but yeah that would have been fun to have you guys okay favorite memory of sixth grade
1: uh, probably when after track and field day in sixth grade, we all went to the park and we just all like ran around and just had so much fun.
0: Like chicken with your heads cut off. Yeah. Sort of like you normally are. Um, sometimes. Okay, sometimes, <laughs> right? How Do you have a favorite quote? I asked that to everybody.
1: Uh, I like Michael Jordan's, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take.
0: You never take. Yep. That's a good one. I'm not uh, necessarily a big Michael Jordan fan. That's for a different time, but uh, it's a good quote. So how about favorite food?
1: Probably spaghetti
0: or steak. Steak. What kind of steak? Can you go specific, or do you not really care? Ribeye. Ribeye. Good. Me too. And you'd probably know your cuts of steak with the cow and everything, so that's awesome. Favorite since it's the holiday season. Favorite Christmas song.
1: Probably Jingle Bell Rock.
0: Jingle Bell Rock. It's a good. It's a good one. Makes you feel good. Yeah, I would. I like that one. How about favorite Christmas movie?
1: I like Home Alone.
0: Classic. I think I know a lot of people that would say that, but it surprises me that you say it just because of you're younger. I would think older people would say that, but good choice. Not mine, but mine's the Santa Claus. All right, now, I always, like, if I get an athlete on here, I like to find a quote I think that, like, you know, represents them. So I found this one, okay? So it says, your effort level is a direct reflection of your interest level. You don't need to tell anyone how invested you are, your actions will. So when I think of you, and I think of you, just anything I've seen you, every time you're out there in practice game you're always giving i think your best effort you go hard you know what i mean like that i think that's your greatest strength is how hard you go and sometimes it's a great thing and sometimes it's not but no matter what you have that motor your foot's on the gas pedal 24 7 365 and like i said but that shows me and people that you're interested you're invested in what's going on does that make sense mm-hmm. like if you're out there and you're going 50 I percent, mean, you probably don't care you know what i mean but when you're 110 percent, going 110 miles an hour like you do shows the coaches hey, you know what she's really about this she's invested in this and she enjoys what's going on so i think you would agree with that probably yeah i mean that's one of the reasons uh you know i love coaching you i think you compete on every single play and sometimes people don't like that because even in the simplest of drills you're going hard i think that's a great thing because sometimes people aren't going the way they should be and, you're the type of person that'll get them to start playing hard like you know what if they don't go hard you're gonna run them over you know what i mean or if they're not going hard to rebound and drill you're gonna knock them on their butt so that's what i like about you uh you just no matter what any little thing it's a competition and some people get annoyed but i as a coach i love it so don't lose that whatever you do you know studying i bet you're hardcore about that you want all a's right yeah yeah you know so don't lose that when you get when you're interviewing for jobs later go into that interview work as hard as you can preparing for it and, you'll do a great thing so uh any advice for young barnesville high school athletes
1: um it goes by very fast like uh i feel like just yesterday i was starting like my seventh grade basketball season with mrs solem and now i'm playing varsity as a sophomore like it's all gone by super fast and just enjoy it while you can i love spending time with my teammates enjoy it don't fight over the little petty things just have fun
0: yeah, you can't be an athlete forever. No. And there's something to say about being a part of a team. It teaches a lot of things, but it's also the memories, too. So. For sure. Good advice. Okay, basketball. How's the season going thus far?
1: Well, I think we... I'm pretty sure we're 4-2. and two, I think and you're correct on that, yeah. Yeah, and some of the games we've lost, we have not played to our full potential. Like, the ones we lost, we shot 27 or 24%. Yep. And... I have to say that was partially my fault because I missed a lot of bunnies, but I'm working on that.
0: Working on that, yeah.
1: And then, um, I think as a team we're growing a lot and we're very young. Mm-hmm. We're going to be the same girls for the next two, three years, so.
0: Yes you are. And that's uh,
1: going to be very good
0: for our program. Yeah, true. Same could be said for softball, but we'll talk about that later. Because okay. uh, it's the same core. I mean, you're looking at the same core for volleyball. you look at the same core for basketball and, and softball too, so. You're right. Uh, you are young. and. You guys are only going to get better, that's the thing, but with him, with Mr. Baum said, you know, like, right now it might be harder on you guys, but it's it's the learning. You guys got to learn, you got to take what he says, and you got to use it, because it'll pay off in the end. Um, Crookston tonight? Yes. That'll be a tough one. They're a good team, but it's a good to see where you're at, right? See if you can keep taking another step. Now, I look at your starting five. You got Sam, Kim, Lexi, you and M, right? Mm-hmm. That's, so that's our starting five from JV two years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I talked with Kim earlier this year, like or even Sam too, maybe. But how fun that year was! So, you know, I think what, when you guys moved up, it was you, M, Lex, and Trin, We moved you up, and then I, it was just fun, you know. Yeah. Because we end up starting what two freshmen, three eighth, three, three yeah three eighth graders. But you know, we played two three zone a lot because we put M in the middle, you and Lexi on the wings, and Sam and Kim up top. We ran. I called it Kansas. You guys didn't like the offense, Kansas. Remember what you called it? Rex. Rex. which I'm not sure where Rex comes from. Do you know?
1: you just had a random outburst, and that's usually what
0: happens. Yeah, it was Rex. But we ran Rex, and it was good because it had you and Emily, you know, bringing a little triangle, and it was great. I mean, I think back to that year a lot, and that was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I think of the – I know I talked about with Kim, uh, the Kindred game, how oh, we were down, like, what, something ridiculous. like 18. Eight, yeah, something like that. Came back and won in overtime. But thank God for the shot clock. We talked about that, but – just uh, a lot of um, good games that year, you know. And it's always we might have been playing teams that were more talented than us and older than us, but we just al- always found a way to make it interesting. So, and I think that was great for you guys because now it's the same crew moving forward. Um,
1: Pretty sure we called it our revenge tour. Yeah, we
0: did. We did talk about the revenge tour. Yeah. Well, which is true though. The second time around that year, we either beat teams or we played them a lot closer. Which tells me, you guys were getting better, you guys were learning, and you guys were young. Oh my goodness. Eighth grade.
1: I remember being terrified. Yeah, for
0: sure. For sure. All right, so let's talk about softball very quickly, because I know it's basketball season, but you know, you and I, that's what we got in common. So what are your thoughts on the new uniforms?
1: I like them. Yeah. They look very cool. Sharp, right? Yeah, sharp. And
0: it's something different. Uh, I'm not going to tell everybody what they look like, but it's something different. I want to do something different. I rid of the white pants, obviously, because the grass, the agar line, everything else, dirt, picks it up. You know, with the purple pants and the top, and then the font, the writing's different color, which is good. It just, it's something that's unique to us. Um, yeah, you know, that's coming up. That's, we're not going to worry about that, but it's fun for me to hear, like, a couple, like Jada, Kiana, you know, Kaylee, they keep me on my toes and let me know how many days it is till softball. So, um, anyway, I've known you, like I said, for a long time. And one of my first memories of you is snake bites. And for those of you that don't know what snake bites are, uh, Lauren would come up and just sort of twist your arm, double, twist one hand one way and the other hand the other way, right? And I was, what, oh my gosh, 21, 22, 22, and that would have been your sister's junior year, junior and senior year. So I was the ninth grade coach and the JV coach, and Lauren was just young, oh gosh, how old are you? Uh, Second and
1: third grade. Second
0: and third grade, and she would come up and give me snake bites in between games and... She was that uh, fan that would yell, What is it?
1: Here we go, Trojans, mighty, mighty Trojans. Yeah, here we go,
0: Trojans, mighty, mighty Trojans. And you knew it was Lauren. It was her voice, it was uh, distinct. And, but that's like one of my earliest memories. You know, I know we mention, or I reference it to you about the snake bites all the time. But it's just f- now it's fun to see how you've grown, how you've matured. You know what I mean? So, um, another par- par- uh, part I put in here uh, how well you seem to work with kids. I don't know what you want to do when you're older. Do you know?
1: Uh, I would like to be a physician's assistant with a focus in pediatrics. There
0: you go. Well, Pediatrics, there you go. So young. Because I, I look at how you work with Clara, my daughter, and it's just, it's fun. And I see you with, you know, Mrs. Asgard's kids. And it's just, you have this natural thing where your kids go to you. And I think a lot of it's your aggressive nature. Like, I remember you picking up Clara, but well, Clara didn't even know what the heck you were, right? And now Clara loves you. She talks about you and Lexi, you know, Trinity, and you guys all the time. Um, and so I love talking about you and the fair, you know, William, rest in peace, right? Um, you know, and all that stuff. So, like I said, that that's something that can't teach you. You just have that knack for working with kids. So maybe if that doesn't work out, you should go into teaching, just saying. I uh, always promote that and coach too, right? Um, and I know we talked about the fair this year. That'd be cool if that situation works out. But either way, Claire will be there probably checking out your cow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anything for me? Otherwise, we can end this because I know... It's last week before Christmas.
1: How is 6th grade going so far?
0: It's good. Um, I love this age. You know, they're sort of becoming young adults in a sense that, you know, they're maturing, they're growing. They're getting exposed to a lot of different things over here, you know, so you see that. And um, just fun to, you know, infuse what's important to me into them and, you know, like life lessons and all that stuff. So it's good. Um, And I love being over here uh, just because I get to see the athletes, you know, like, so like during softball season, it's great because I'll get to see you guys if something comes up, you know, but a few years, I'll be back over there, so, yeah.
1: who knows. Do you think that'll benefit the sixth graders to be over in the elementary? Yeah,
0: I think so, you know, a lot of times we get left out of things going on over there, just because, and then we also get left out of things here, because we're not technically high school, so, sometimes we're on our own little island by ourselves, if that makes sense, so, yeah. but, um anyways, good luck tonight, uh, best of luck, because then Friday, you guys are at Perm, Yes. and then it's Christmas break, and you get like a week off, so. Um, to have a good last week's school here, okay. uh, good Christmas, and best of luck with the games over break. Thank you. All right, Mr. Schindler with weekly guest Brock Grabo for our football picks. So standings through uh, last week are Brock with a record of 28 picks correct and 25 incorrect, and Mr. Schindler with a record of 36 correct and 17 incorrect. So we've called uh, or we've predicted 53 games. And we have a lot of games we're going to pick this week. So it's going to be a mixture of I took the bowl schedule, college football bowl schedule, picked some games, um, took some NDSU-level games, FCS, and then I picked some NFL games. Okay. So we're going to start with the college football playoff semifinal. Number one, LSU versus number four, Oklahoma. Who do you like in that one?
2: Um. Well, it's gonna be a good game.
0: I agree. Who do you take, LSU or Oklahoma? LSU. I'm with you all the way. I think LSU is gonna win.
2: Like Joe Burrow, he's yep. just on fire. He
0: is. Okay, now the probably the best game of the whole season, Ohio State versus Clemson. Who are you taking in that one?
2: I'm taking Clemson.
0: You're taking Clemson, as am I. So both take Clemson. Okay, another bowl game I got for you. Boise State versus Washington in the Mitsubishi Motors Las Vegas Bowl. What's unique about this bowl is Washington's coach is Chris Peterson. He's retiring after this game. But he used to be Boise State's head coach. So he's going out coaching against his old team. Who are you taking, Boise State or Washington?
2: I'm going with Boise.
0: I'm going to go Washington. Chris Peterson gets it done. Oh, so you're there. And Brock is Boise. Okay, another one. San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl, University of Southern California versus Iowa. Who are you taking?
2: Um, well, USC and Iowa are both and uh, teams, mm-hmm. but I think I'm gonna go with USC.
0: You go USC. I'm gonna stay with the Big Ten. I'm gonna go Iowa. How about the Camping World Bowl? So, Notre Dame fighting Irish versus Hunter Zenson's Iowa State Cyclones. Who are you taking?
2: Well, Iowa State is also doing okay.
0: Yeah. Notre Dame's got 10 wins.
2: Yeah, Notre Dame's also doing pretty good. They haven't been in the championship game in a little while now. Yeah. But I think I'm going to go Notre Dame.
0: You're going Notre Dame? I'm going to go with the Big 12 in Iowa State. How about the Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic? We got Penn State versus Memphis. Who are you taking?
2: Well, Memphis just came off of the win versus Cincinnati. Yep. And they're pretty excited after that one. Mm-hmm. And I think they're, like, I, I think Minnesota can beat Memphis, but Penn State, Minnesota
0: beat Penn mm-hmm.
2: State. So I think I'm going to go Memphis. You're
0: going to go Memphis? <laughs> Here's what you need to know. Memphis's coach is now the head coach of Florida State. Mike Norvell, he's not there anymore. Not? Nope. So I'm going to go with Penn State. Because it's a coaching change, all right. We got some different picks going here. It's good, Rock. All right, the Capital One Orange Bowl, Florida versus Virginia. Who are you taking? Florida. I agree. I think Florida will be too much, too fast, too big, too strong. All right, the Alamo Bowl, the Valero Alamo Bowl, the Utah Utes versus my Texas Longhorns. Who are you taking?
2: I really want your Texas Longhorns to do good this year, but I think Utah's gonna beat them. You
0: think the Utes, the running Utes? I'm gonna go with Texas. Obviously, it's in Texas. Let's go. All right, the Citrus Bowl. This is one of the another popular bowl game. Michigan Wolverines versus the Alabama Crimson Tide. Yeah,
2: take? I think it's gonna be a good game. Alabama, two losses. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Alabama's gonna do it though.
0: Alabama. I will agree with you. I'm going to take Alabama over Michigan, too. I think there's too much speed. Uh, Outback Bowl. Minnesota versus Auburn.
2: Minnesota. Auburn. You're
0: going Minnesota. Now, here's the deal. I've talked about this in the podcast already this week. Raymond James Stadium, where they're playing, is where the Buccaneers play. There's a giant pirate ship at the stadium. P.J. Fleck is row the boat, row the boat, row the boat, right? If they win, is P.J. going to climb on top of that boat?
2: Yes, he will. And just have a
0: party on the pirate ship? He Wouldn't will. that be sweet?
2: Yes, that would.
0: That would be sweet, but you know what? I don't think it's going to happen. I'm going to Auburn.
2: Are you doing that because I'm not going for Texas?
0: I don't know. Rose Bowl, the granddaddy of them all. Oregon Ducks versus Wisconsin Badgers. Who you got?
2: I know Wisconsin, well, they came and beat Minnesota, and mm-hmm. then they lost to Ohio State.
0: Yep. So what I think got? they're
2: coming off that win with a wake-up call.
0: Okay, you're going Badgers. And, no,
2: I think I'm going to go Oregon, though. Oh. Oregon's going to take them.
0: I think Oregon's going to outrun them. They're going to be... They're going to out Wisconsin-Wisconsin. I'm agreeing with you, Oregon. Okay. Sugar Bowl. All-state Sugar Bowl. Georgia versus Baylor Bears.
2: I mean, Georgia, they're... Like, they just came and Who'd they lose to?
0: Alabama. LSU.
2: Or LSU. And... That was a... Eh... game. Okay. And I, But I think Georgia's going to beat Baylor. I mean, I went Baylor last time we picked, and mm-hmm. they lost.
0: I don't like Baylor, so I'm going Georgia with you. Okay, now, we got five or six more games. You ready? We'll start with some NFL games. Rams, 49ers. So if Rams lose, Vikings are guaranteed in. We you got?
2: I need the Rams to lose because I really want the Vikings yep, to go. Yep,
0: I agree, 49ers. Cowboys, Eagles. So, a Winner basically takes control of the NFC East, which is yep. more like the NFC Least. But who you got? Cowboys. He Eagles. has the NFC Least. It's at Philadelphia.
2: It's in Philadelphia. Well, the Cowboys just came and destroyed the Rams. Mm-hmm. I think they're pretty excited now. Yeah. They're still kind of on that line there of not yep. making the playoffs. Yeah. The Eagles, they are not doing as well as their last few seasons. Mm-hmm. So, well, I think I'm going to go Cowboys. You're going to
0: go Cowboys? Yeah, this is a tough game. Uh, I would say everybody will probably pick the Cowboys, but I just think Carson Wentz is going to find a way. i got to stay loyal to the Bison right now. I'm going to go Eagles. You're going to go Cowboys. I'm going to go Eagles.
2: I mean, I don't like the Eagles after like, they're fans. Okay, how about Vikings.
0: Buffalo Bills-Patriots? Big one for the AFC East.
2: Yes, it's going to be a good game. I know that for sure. Patriots coming off of a few losses, and then they mm-hmm. beat the Bengals last week.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I think... Patriots are going to have another win.
0: I think the Bills are going to make it interesting. I just don't think the Bills are going to get over the hump. I think Patriots, I agree with you, I think they're still going to win. Tom Brady will, Bill Belichick will find a way.
2: And they're going to, Tom Brady's going to pass Drew Brees again.
0: Yeah. Alright, I'm going to take a break from the NFL for a second. We're going to come back for the last game for the Vikings. So now we're going to go FCS. So we're in the FCS semifinals. You have JMU, James Madison, versus Weber State. Weber State's the number three seed. James Madison's the two. It's in James Madison, who you got?
2: James Madison, I think they're going to have the home game advantage. Yeah,
0: home field advantage. You know, I'm going to disagree with you. I like Weber State. I really like their defense. They're nasty. Um, I think they're going to show up. It's going to be a low scoring game, but I think Weber will get it done in the end. So now you got NDSU Montana State. Who are you taking? Now, the Bison have not looked good the last few games.
2: Yes, they have not. And Montana has looked
0: Montana good. Montana State.
2: Montana State like, has looked
0: that's good. Let's not confuse it, because you picked Montana last week and got yeah, it wrong. So.
2: I did, and I think NDSU has woken up now, and I think they're going to come back, and it's going to be a high-scoring game.
0: Okay. You think NDSU wins? Yes. My honest opinion, I think the last two weeks have been needed for the bison they haven't played their best they haven't really showed up and started off well i think this is going to be a blow i think ndsu is going to show up it's it's sold out already fargo dome sold out and i think they're going to run them out of the building so i think ndsu all the way too all right last game big game here vikings packers monday night football december 23rd the 10 and 4 vikings versus 11-3 packers Vikings win, they're in. Is it
2: on Christmas Eve? Nope,
0: it's on the 23rd, Christmas season the 24th. We you got? Vikings or Packers?
2: Vikings all the way. I mean, even we got Delvin Cook out, and he's got a shoulder.
0: Well, actually... So they're this,
2: trying to get him back in. Uh,
0: article on ESPN just this morning. Sources are saying the Vikings are in, Delvin Cook will not be playing this week. Oh, no. And probably not next week either, so...
2: That's going to hurt for playoffs.
0: He'll be back for playoffs. That's he why they're doing yeah. it. Okay. So who you got? You got Vikings?
2: Um, yes, I have Vikings. Adam Thielen is,
0: He's back, yep. He's
2: back, yeah.
0: Um Which is
2: gonna help a lot.
0: I I like the Vikings. I, I think it's gonna be one of those typical Vikings Packers come down to the end it's gonna be, you know, three point game, field goal hopefully here, field goal. Dan there. Bailey doesn't do a yep. um shank. I think Zimmer's gonna draw something up at the end that's gonna it's <coughs> yes. gonna confuse Rodgers. Just you know, and Zimmer actually is five five and one against the Packers in his coaching tenure. And this could get him. Up. So let's get him over five hundred yeah. this week, right? We All right, to. hey, Skol. All right, sports. Got to talk a little bit about it this week. Uh, is a big week uh, for Barnesville here. It, it was National Signing Day yesterday, so December eighteenth was national signing day and barnesville had their first ever division one football player uh, sign with iowa state hunter Zenzin, who's been on the show before so uh what a amazing thing i mean for hunter personally but also just for our school just getting that first division one football player uh and signing the national letter intent and it was a ceremony here yesterday morning and it was just such a cool thing and also in that ceremony uh connor morse who's also a senior he Signed with Concordia College, so Division Three, and super happy for Connor. Uh, I love Concordia. He's going to a great program. I was fortunate to play there for Coach Terry Hiran, and Connor's going to get to do the same. And I think he's a great fit there. And I think he also might play baseball. And that's the thing about that Division Three level—you can be a multi-sport athlete again in college. So great fit for him. Great fit for Hunter. Excited for both of them. And hopefully now we'll we'll see a trend maybe of getting. Hunter not being the only Division I athlete from Barnesville, we can get a few more here. I think it's going to motivate a lot of younger athletes to say, hey, look what Hunter's done, you know, now look what Connor's done. So uh, other sports, I uh, suppose we have got to talk about the Vikings here. They're coming up Monday night, 23rd, against the Packers. Big game. Vikings win. They're in the playoffs. Uh, they still won't win the win the North. They need a couple other things to happen. You know, the Vikings beat the Packers. They need the Packers to lose the next week in Week 17 to Detroit, and Vikings need to beat Chicago. Uh, Who knows? What might happen, though, is let's say that doesn't happen. You might get a rematch a few weeks later. It might be Vikings at Packers in that wild card game. So saw just recently on ESPN this morning, Delvin Cook's unlikely to play. So hopefully Alexander Madison's healthy uh, because the Vikings run game. They need somebody. And Mike Boone, he had a pretty good game against the Chargers. But big playoff games there. And then later we'll talk about uh, the bowl games with Brock. But I just love over the holiday break. There's going to be a stretch there for a while where it's a college football game on every single day. Maybe besides Christmas Day. Because Christmas Day will be all about NBA. But it's just, it's fun. And there's so many fun bowl matchups of, you know, just unique things. Like, uh, for those of you college football fans, Washington's coach is Chris Peterson. Uh, He's retiring but he's coaching against Boise State, his old team. Who like That's what, why Chris Peterson became Chris Peterson. Is he was the coach of Boise State when they were upset and all those other teams like Oklahoma and all them. So his last game as a coach is going against his old school, which is a pretty cool story. Um, you know, they got the college football playoff. That's exciting. Uh, Oklahoma versus LSU and then Clemson, Ohio State. Uh, Oklahoma, I just saw too. They got a couple players out suspended, so it will be interesting. And then Gophers, obviously, Gophers are in the, what is it, Outback Bowl? Yeah. And the whole thing is talking about, if you guys know the Outback Bowl, it's played at uh, Raymond James Stadium, which is uh, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And there is a huge ship, pirate ship there. Everyone's talking about, well, you know, P.J. Fleck rows the boat. Is P.J. going to climb on that boat if they win and try to row the boat? Because that would be pretty cool to see. Uh, my Longhorns are playing in the Alamo Bowl in San Antonio against Utah. Utah, tough team. Uh, it's gonna be interesting. So, uh, just like I said, it's a lot of fun, a lot of good matchups, and really looking forward to uh, the bowl games over break and Christmas Day when the Lakers will tip off against uh, the Clippers. I think that's the last game of the night. So, LeBron versus uh, Kawhi and you know Paul George, and you got Anthony Davis there too. So, should be good. Um, yeah. So, if you're looking for sports over break, check out the bowl games. I cannot believe I did this. In the first sports segment, I forgot to talk about the Bison. That is not like me. I don't know what's wrong with me right now. Um, But this weekend, obviously, big game for the Bison. It's the semifinals, FCS semifinals at the Fargo Dome, 1 o'clock, ESPN2 against the Montana State Bobcats. You know, the trip to Frisco on the line, as I like to call Frisco, South Fargo, uh, should be a great game. And if you've watched the in the last two games, they have not played well. They are lucky to be where they're at. I believe if they show up like that again, they will not be making the trip to Frisco. So that's why I believe they're going to just show up and they're going to dominate. I, I, I anticipate this won't be a game. That's my feeling. I'm probably going to be completely wrong, but I just think the performance the last two games has been subpar. And you hadn't seen it all year. So I think they're going to come out of that, and I think they're going to dominate. And in the other semifinal, you got uh, Weber State and James Madison. That is going to be an awesome game. Weber State's defense is legit, and so is James Madison. Whoever, if the Bison are lucky to win and the Bison play one of those two teams, it is going to be a true test. Like, I would, I don't even know, I mean, people will favor the Bison because they're number one, but I would be scared of both those teams just because defensively, they're so good, and and they have athletes. So it'll be interesting. Uh, so the FCS semifinals is Saturday, and obviously if Bison do win, they will be playing in January uh, in Frisco. So can't believe I forgot to talk about that, but uh, roll herd. <music> this week's quote is a Christmas quote, since it is the holiday season, and Christmas is exactly one week away. So here it is. here's the quote. It's not what's under the Christmas tree that matters. It's who is around it. And I think I talked about that before too. It's it's about family. This Really, Christmas is about family. It's about seeing people you haven't seen in a long time. It's about giving gifts and just seeing this other people's reactions and how happy they are. And that's really what it's all about. It's just spending time with your loved ones and taking that all in and making memories that will last a lifetime. So on that note, I want to wish all my students... And anyone else that may be listening to this, a very Merry Christmas and a great Christmas break and a Happy New Year. And Can't wait to get this uh, podcast rolling again uh, in 2020. So a fun Christmas thing I've been doing the last two weeks of school is, since it was 10 days, I I did a countdown of 10 Christmas songs. So I picked 10 Christmas songs, a couple of mine that are my favorite, my wife, uh, a couple of my relatives. Like I took my brother-in-law, my sister-in-law, got my mom and my mother-in-law their favorite songs. And I also took my daughter Clara, because Clara loves Christmas music, and compiled a list. So the last 10 days, uh, these are the songs that your students in the three classes have been hearing, or your students, your sorry, your children, uh, Clara's. So the first day we listened to uh, my daughter Clara's favorite, which is Glee, from the Glee Christmas album, Up on the Rooftop. Second day, last Tuesday, we listened to Need a Little Christmas, which was from the Glee soundtrack, which is also Claire's second favorite. And then on Wednesday last week, we listened to All I Want For Christmas Is You by Mariah Carey, which is a classic. And that was my mother-in-law, Kim's favorite. And then last Thursday, we listened to uh, Merry Christmas uh, by NSYNC. Oh yeah, I I tell you what, nobody in this grade knew who NSYNC was. It was really funny. And that was my brother-in-law Andrew's favorite song. Last Friday, this was a hit by the way, Want a hippopotamus for Christmas, which is one of my mom's favorites. And I tell you what, the classes were singing it. They love it. And then I was hearing it, them sing it even later in the day. So it's a catchy song. Uh, this past Monday was one of, was my sister-in-law Maggie's favorite, which is Kelly Clarkson, Underneath the Tree. Another good one, catchy. I, I played one on Tuesday, which is the song is uh, one of my top three favorites probably. It's not really a Christmas song. And if Gina Stanford's listening to this, she's going to hate me because Gina does not like this song. But Last Christmas by Wham! I tell you what. Yeah, it's about a breakup. Yeah, it's not really about Christmas, but it's so catchy. I find myself singing it. And after I played it, all the kids in here will go, oh, I hear that on the bus every single day. It's right. If you listen to 106.9 The Eagle, like it is one of those songs that's almost played every single day. So catchy. I find myself singing it. I like it. Uh, yesterday... We listen to my one of my wife's uh, favorite songs, which is "Winter Wonderland." Don't worry, be happy by the Pentatonics. And if you like holiday music, you know the Pentatonics. Pentatonics are awesome. Um, today, Thursday, we're going to listen to "Baby Please Come Home" by Michael Bublé. As some people like to say, Bublé from that famous commercial. Uh, that's a really good one. And then tomorrow, we're going to end with my favorite, um, "Happy Holiday." By Andy Williams. I absolutely love that song. I could listen to that song and repeat. And if you know who Andy Williams is, he's got a great Christmas album. He's got a voice. I mean, it's very distinct. And it's it's an amazing voice that I just love to listen to. He also sings, you know, it's the most wonderful time of the year. So that's what we did uh, the last 10 days. So hope you like that list of 10 Christmas songs. All right, this week in math we spent time talking about integers which are positive and negative whole numbers we also looked at positive and negative fractions positive and negative decimals and taking all those essentially and then putting them in order from least to greatest or graphing them on a number line and just you know figuring out where it would go on a number line things like that we also reviewed a uh, coordinate plane which is you know graphing the x-axis the y-axis because really those are integers and It's fun for them to understand, oh yeah, I know how to graph and do that stuff, and I didn't realize those are integers. So, just tying that all together, uh, today in math, which is Wednesday, we are going to be discussing uh, operations with integers, just the different rules for adding, subtracting, and multiplying, dividing. Because that's what we're going to pick up with um, our first two days back from break. So that's what we'll be starting with when we get back, is uh, adding, subtracting integers, multiplying, dividing them. And then tomorrow which is thursday we'll be taking a star test i want to get that one more set of data before christmas break friday we'll be doing some fun uh, christmas math stuff in math class probably going to be quiz is or two which the kids like i know might do a little graphing as well Uh, just some holiday graphing stuff and that'll lead us in uh, obviously next week but there's no school next week so have a great christmas enjoy your time off And like I said, when we get back from Christmas break, uh, that Thursday, Friday, we'll be starting with um, operations with integers. So that's what you can look forward to. And with that, my watch is ended. And just so you know, Christmas is coming.